You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. I made a detour out of the game when I was hustling crack. Made a couple of dollars, made a little bit of change, never looked back. You can find me at the shooting range practicing busting gaps. Want a vocal booth in this Moodyo, busting raps. With some gold on my body, off my body, off colors rossy, I'm sloppy. I treat my luxury scraper like a Bugatti, Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the tailgate. We are back after a brief hiatus. I was looking. Last time we recorded was March 1st. Yikes. So it's been a minute. Uh, we're back with Kiernan. I missed you, buddy. How's it going? It's going great. How are you doing? Fucking bogged down in life, you know. Just do what I do. Be unemployed. What? Oh, great idea. I had those sonars. What are you? Are you drinking anything right now? Oh yeah, Blue Moon. Drinking a Bud Light seltzer. Yes, but of course. Mango Mai Tai flavored. Ooh. It's pretty good. So, the NFL draft is next week, for those who are living under a rock and don't know, or just those who only care about college. This is a college football podcast next season. That's all we're going to be focusing on. However, these are the guys that we've watched the last three or four years. In terms of guys like Hunter Renfro a couple years ago, it felt like 20 years. So, we want to kind of predict and talk about guys we're excited to see make this jump to the next level. Now, we do have some rules, though. I told Kiernan this earlier, and apparently I made no sense while explaining them. (laughs) We cannot pick players from our school. So Kiernan, Penn State fan, he cannot pick any Penn State players. I'm an Alabama fan, I cannot pick any Alabama players. We can pick each other's players, if we so choose. But we can't I know Kiernan is a big Mac Jones guy, so he can pick Mac Jones for the SEC (laughs) offensive player he's really excited about. Yeah, he's, he's, you know, top of my list, you know, should be drafted number one overall, and I am talking straight out of my ass. So we're doing the power con- the power conferences. Uh, one player on offense, one player on defense for each conference. Kieran, what conference do you want to start with? Um, let's start nice and easy with the SEC. SEC, all right. For offense, I'm going Kyle Pitts. Uh, arguably... <sighs> 
arguably one of the most electric players in this draft, what he can do on the field. And I'm a big Smitty guy and a big Jalen Wall guy, but Kyle Pitts can do so much. I used to compare him to kind of um, what's a Jimmy Graham kind of guy. Is he a wide receiver? Is he a tight end? I don't love that comparison anymore. Uh, I think he's now more strictly on the field, not not getting into his personal life. I don't know about his personal life. An Aaron Hernandez type. You can line him up as tight end. You can line him up at wide receiver. He can be your H-back. He can be a running back. He can be a fullback. You can do whatever you want for this guy. And if an offense just needs an injection of talent, I am really excited to see how they can use him if they have a creative coach. Absolutely. I, I I think he is arguably one of the most versatile kind of, you know, tight ends, receivers, whatever you want. You can do a lot with them, you know, and and coaches, I think, see that, and that's why he's ranked so highly. For defense, I'm going J.C. Horn out of South Carolina. I I just want to see if he lives up to the hype. He's regarded as the number two corner, number two or three. It's Sertan one and then Farley Farley out of Virginia Tech and J.C. Horn out of South Carolina. Uh, he's hyped up a lot. His comparison, his pro comparison is like Jimmy Smith, which I don't love. That does not scream top end talent to me. Not a knock on Jimmy Smith, just in my yeah. mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, South Carolina has put out some good defensive players. You have Jadavian Clowney. You have Stephon Gilmore, the 2020 Defensive Player of the Year. I want to see if South Carolina can kind of keep that up and put really good players in the NFL. Yeah, I, I would I would agree with that. I, I think I think he he definitely has the ability. It's just it's one of those things like will he crack under pressure type type situation. We'll see. We'll see. I, I have I have less on him than, than anything else. But um, all right. So my picks. Um, I got it. I I have to give it to you, Kevin. I, first name on my list is Najee Harris. I I had to. I had to. He is. He is so good. I mean, like Alabama has produced great running backs and will continue to produce great running backs. But I mean, he's he's something else. He is something. He is a physical beast back there. What I love most about Najee Harris is he's a physical beast. But if you need a little wiggle in the open field, he can give you that. He can hurdle a defensive player. He can power through him. It doesn't matter. He's the most complete back in this draft. He can block, he can catch, he can run. He can do whatever you ask of him. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's he, he's incredibly versatile. He's incredibly athletic, and he's incredibly strong. Like, I'm excited to see... I, do we know who he's being looked at? I mean, obviously he's being looked at by bunches of teams, but, like, who who's the predicted? Do we know? I, I, know, I don't know off the top of my head. So I'm He's not, been you know. projected for a while to go to the Steelers. Okay. Which I don't right. love. I don't like the Steelers, but I think it fits. Mm. I would agree with you there. I think him and James Conner in the backfield will make a lot of problems for defenses. Well, James Conner's gone. Is he? He's in Arizona now. Oh, shit. I didn't even know he was trying to see this. That's how far behind I am. <laughs> another thing with Najee Harris, and I know this is your pick, but I said this in the corner booth uh, the other night. If you are not listening to the corner booth, what are you doing with your life? Go listen to it. That'll have some more NFL talk. Some more generic sports talk, but the Steelers are in a weird place. Big Ben's at the end of his career. 
He's they don't... The, hold on. He's been at the end of his career for like seven years now. Come on. Or yes. <laughs> so at the end now because the injuries are piling up. He's fallen off at the end of the year. He's done soon. This might be his last year. I don't know how much of a leader he was, but there is kind of a leadership vacuum in Pittsburgh right now. Mike Tomlin's not a leader. No. I do not like Mike Tomlin either. He's my most hated NFL coach ever. But it might be, it's him and Harbaugh, or John Harbaugh, are the top two. But Najee Harris is a leader. When Alabama was doing their Black Lives Matter march, Najee Harris was the guy who went into Saban's office with the team behind was like, hey, we want to do this. Yeah. He, and he can fill that leadership vacuum. Even so young, that's still so impressive to go talk to the surly, hard-ass Nick Saban and be like, we want to yeah. do this. Nick Saban didn't have a problem with it. He's like, I was waiting for someone to ask me about this. I didn't want to tell you to do it, but right, right, right. Yeah, that that, that that's always that's always a, a good thing, you know. Show some leadership and step up. I didn't know that story actually. I, I didn't I didn't hear about that. But that's cool. Yeah, it like just came out the other day because he's doing like a little web series about his life or something. Who's your SEC defensive player? Um, it is Tyler Sh- uh, Shelvin. Uh, a- Defensive tackle from LSU. Uh, not the most highly rated guy in the world, but certainly no slouch. I think he's he's a, a good run stopper, and I, I think he can he can uh, make some trouble for some uh, some run heavy offenses in, in the NFL. You know, I, again, he, he's he's one of those players that isn't going to be you know drafted you know one two or th- third round, but he'll definitely. I think he'll definitely find a, a sweet spot somewhere in the league where he can be he can be used pretty pretty heavily, you know, on any sort of package. I think he's he's got a he's he's got the type of versatility of a D tackle that you hope to find. You know, he's a, he's a, uh, a gem, but you can't you can't see it just yet. <laughs> it, uh, was it diamond diamonds form under pressure? That's what I was going for there. True, I. I feel like teams are going to be a little put off from LSU players outside of Jamar Chase, just because last year was a shit show. Yeah, no, I, I, I 100% agree. I, but, like, I, I don't expect them to. But I don't know if that's necessarily fair to the players, and I hate LSU. It, unless well, they're some of the guys. You have a different reason for hating LSU, so. <laughs> well, I hate LSU because it's a trash program. People call it lots of sanctions university for a reason. <laughs> but I don't think it's necessarily fair to some of the players because. The whole organization and program was a disaster last year. It's not necessarily all in the players. Yeah. So I, I I don't think these guys should be treated negatively. Terrence Ferguson, another guy I might have mentioned, was a great receiver for them last year with their JV high school JV quarterback. <laughs> Let's move on now to your conference, Kiernan. All right. The Big Ten. Oh, yeah. You want to go first on this one? Uh. Yeah, sure. Uh, so I have uh, Jamar Johnson out of uh, Indiana. I think he looked great. He was a, a great outside um, uh, fucking strong free safety or whatever they call them nowadays. Um, he he was great on the screen. I think he was able to step up and, and stop a lot of a lot of things that that would uh, normally be missed by younger younger players. Um, so that, that he's, he's my pick. And besides Indiana had a great year last year and I, I'm not even going to chalk that one up to COVID. They looked good all throughout the year and partly due to their defense. And I think he was a big part of that. 
fair. I I also picked Jamar Johnson, so I'll Did get you? in on my thoughts. Did, oh, 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 wow! It's rare. I just want to I just want to make a quick statement. It's rare that Kevin and I agree on anything because, well, just the way we are. We're arrogant sons of the bitches. <laughs> True. I'm excited to hear your offensive pick, though. Um, my offensive pick, although it, and and you you were mentioning this earlier. I don't know if if we if we talked about it while we were live or not, but you know, you you said to me, you know, you can pick Trevor Lawrence. You know, everybody goes, and you know, you don't you can pick the best guy or whatever. And I have to say, Justin Fields is. He is good. I think he's good. I think he's gonna make it. Um, I I see I see almost a little bit of Patrick Mahomes in him. He's got that you know super athletic, super arm. You know, I just my opinion. You can correct me if you if you disagree, but I think I think he's very very good. And it pains me to say that. <laughs> he's going to be terrible. His really first really why? So I think he's going to be a. Solid NFL quarterback. Right. I think he might make a couple Pro Bowls along the way. He's going to be a guy who's going to have some big seasons. His name's going to pop up in MVP conversations. But his first couple of years, he's going to struggle. Why do you and think I don't. So? He doesn't turn the ball over, so I don't think he's going to throw a lot of picks. But his completion percentage is going to be really low. He's for a guy that athletic. He actually doesn't throw that well under pressure. His completion percentage under pressure was among the lowest of the first five quarterbacks who they're projecting, uh, Trevor Lawrence, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, and uh, Mac Jones. Uh, So that's concern. I don't put as much stock into the, oh, he's a last one in, first one out guy. Like, no coach has ever said that about him. It's all media stuff who are like, well, I'm hearing rumblings. Like, I I don't care about that. His throwing motion is broken. Do you think that can be, do you think that can be fixed? Or do you think that is is a, you know, going to be a, continual like sore throughout his entire career i think at points in his time it could flare up if this is something he's done his whole life like if he's having a bad game or something or he's facing a lot of pressure it might come back up but it's the kind of thing that you can fix but it will take a couple years which is why i don't think he will succeed early on because when he throws the ball his hand goes below his elbow and he has a long wind up at times that's the hand below the elbow thing is even worse that's yeah, I yeah I do I do a lot of work. I I do I do remember uh, hearing about that. That was one of the concerns uh, coming out of you know the ESPNs and the pro days and whatever. And so I I do agree that it will need work. But I think you know the NFL level of coaching is just is is you know and that's not to slag off you know any of the the college coaches. I mean they do a great job, but I think. I think if he finds the right quarterback coach or right coach that can, you know, even even the smallest adjustment, and I think he could be, he could fix those problems, you know, within a season. I think he will fix them, and I said I'm not putting a lot of stock in it, but if he is the kind of guy who's last one in, first one out, he might never fix it. Yeah. And, and there are also concerns. He wants to be a great athlete, not a great quarterback, which are two very different things. <laughs> if he was a running back who wanted to be a great athlete, okay, fine. You can get away with just being a great athlete and, and a running back. You can't do that as a quarterback. So there's concerns around him. But so for my defense, like I said, I have Jamar Johnson, safety out of Indiana. I have a concern about him. 
he can't really tackle in the open field. <clears throat> That's a problem as a safety, because if there's a busted play where a guy breaks free, he has to learn how to tackle better. Outside of that, fast. Very. Pretty strong. He can run through a guy to get to the quarterback. He did that against Ohio State to sack uh, Justin Fields. Uh, great ball skills. He he has a nose for where the ball's going. He got a couple picks, and some of them were bad throws. I watched mainly that Ohio State game. Some of them were bad throws, but he got there quickly, which shows he knows how to track the ball well, and it shows off his athleticism even more. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then uh, uh, he's going to be uh, day two, maybe an early day three pick if he falls If he's there in the third, fourth round, or later, you take him. I don't care if you have got, like, is Derwin James and Jamal Adams are your starting safeties. You take Jamar Johnson in the third or fourth round. Yeah, if if, if he's there, you know, you'd you'd be passing up, like, a very obvious good choice in, 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 to add to your defense. He can do so much. He's gonna, he's going to be a very good player. If he can learn how to tackle better. Otherwise, try switching him to corner or something. See how he does that. And then, for offense, though, tight end, Pat Fryermuth. Yes. Out of Penn State. Let's go. Let's go. The NFL, since 2011, has been trying to find the next Gronk. Mm-hmm. You got close with Kittle. He can block. He can receive. He's good. You didn't get close with Kelsey. He can just. He's just basically a big receiver at this point. Right. Not at this point, his whole career. Pat Fryermuth came in. He was a blocker his freshman year, really. Didn't catch the ball a lot. Agreed. Then showed improvement. 2019, second team, all big, or like second team Big Ten. Yeah. 2020, first team Big Ten, and won the award for best tight end in the Big Ten. He's shown quick development as a player, and once NFL coach get their hands on this guy, the sky's the limit with this tight end. Yeah, And I think tight ends are really hard to judge and draft, but I'm really excited to see what this guy can do at the next level. Yeah, I'm, 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 I mean, again, I'm biased, but I'm super excited. You know, any, any Penn State player that gets drafted, I'm like, all right, let's go. You know, I'm, I'm supporting, you know, the Mike, Mike Gesicki on the Dolphins. I'm supporting Saquon Barkley on the Giants. You know, it's, it's, you know, it's one of those things. I think that's what's something people who don't really watch college football don't get, how you can root for a player on a team you don't like. I don't like the Dolphins, but I want to see Tua do well. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, I, I hate the Giants, but I want to see Saquon Barkley do well and not get his ACL torn by stupid fucking blockers. Yeah, I, Saquon is probably their most intelligent blocker. He His... Rookie year, he had to teach his linemen how to do their blocking. Do you, do you, hold on, just just as a point of reference, do you remember that? Do you remember that 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 highlight of of that exact situation when he when he physically showed? He goes, he goes, when when I you know on this play, I want you to uh, you know stunt right or whatever, and, and and you know drive up right, and I'll I'll get I'll hit that hole. You don't worry about it, right? And they ran it in like the third quarter, and he scored a touchdown off of it, and he's like, I told you, I told you. It's like, listen to your fucking running back. Yeah, and it's not even he says to do something stupid. He's like, hey, right guard, I want you to pull to the sideline and beat me there. Yeah. Like, no, he, he's just telling them how to do their jobs. Right, and that shouldn't happen. No. Also, another point I'm firing with, he's got some good size to him. He's not 
huge, but 6'5", 258. That is... It's no slouch. Yeah, nothing to shake a stick at. He's going to be so good. Yeah. Uh, Going to the Big 12 next? I was thinking ACC, but Big 12 We can do ACC then. Uh, I got got some picks for the ACC. Don't you worry about it. (laughs) Offense for the ACC, it's Trevor Lawrence. I just want to see if he can make this jump. His comments don't bother me about how I don't have a chip on my shoulder. No one ever really doubted me. And also, like, I don't put my personal worth into being a quarterback. That doesn't concern me because, A, it shows, let's say he throws a pick. Some rookie quarterbacks, that messes with them. If they're not on a great team and they don't play, if he's not putting his worth in as a quarterback, it's not saying he's not going to work hard, but it shows he's not going to get rattled early on in his career, which is something I think more quarterbacks need to have that attitude. His dad's comments about how he doesn't need to win a Super Bowl. He doesn't really care about that. Those concern me, but they're not coming from Trevor, so I don't care. Right. It's 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 one of those like trade-offs between you know the person actually saying it and somebody saying it for him. Exactly. And also, I mean, Trevor Lawrence came in day one ready to do anything he could physically. Like, he could do anything physically. He could make any throw you needed. He could... He's not a bad runner. He's not great, but... He's not he, bad. He's no. He he. He does like to stay in the pocket. He's much more comfortable there. Like he can throw better off out of it. Um, just all around better. Yeah, but if you need him to pick up five six yards and he has space, he can get. There. Oh yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's concern. Not I a lot of his growth though came from the mental side of things. When he got down, that sort of broke down. Uh, when he was losing to Ohio State and he was about to get sacked, he just kind of chucked it up picked off so i'm curious to see if he can kind of break some of those bad habits a little bit better but so i think this kid's gonna be a hell of a player regardless of where he goes even if he goes to jacksonville yeah i mean do you see that donation that he already made or was it 20 grand or whatever it was to the jacksonville charities yeah all right well a lot of people also send hmm. him gifts oh yeah that too but i'm not talking about that yeah no he's I think he's cocky. I think he's arrogant. I think he can kind of be a dick sometimes, but I don't think he's a bad person. Oh, God, no, no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm no, I know. Saying... Some people, though, are like, oh, he's a dick. Nah, maybe, but he's not, like, a horrible human being. He, yeah, he's he. there are far worse people than him in the NFL currently. <laughs> yeah, and most of them went to LSU. Moving yeah. <laughs> on. Or Baylor. Uh, oh, also, I had another. In worst-case scenario, Trevor Lawrence is a bust. Urban Meyer fakes a heart attack, goes to Fox Sports, and then goes back to college in a year. It's it's <laughs> like clockwork. This is what he does. <laughs> he has no skin in the game. Yeah. Defensive player from the ACC, Jalen Twyman. No way. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 
O'Reilly Auto Parts specializes in keeping your car on the road. Not sure how much life is left in your battery? Our professional parts people will test it for free. If it does need to be replaced, we'll help you find just the right one to fit your car. Our superstar batteries are built to handle even the toughest conditions. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. I had him too. No way. That's ridiculous. We've, we've gotten two two of the same. All right, let's do this. And both on defense. That's shocking. Uh, yeah, I'll, I know, right? My points, see, I'm not going to try. I'm not trying not to step on your toes. However, 6'2", 291, kind of undersized. Definitely. He's not massive. No. Uh, Karen, can you answer this for me? What other defensive tackle who was kind of undersized went to pit? Uh... Plays for the Rams. Plays for the Rams? Who? Aaron Donald. Oh, duh. Fucking idiot. Also, Jalen Twyman. 40 reps on the bench. Yeah. This And this isn't like the 40 where pro days are faking it. Yeah. It, it, Jamar Chase did not run a 4-3-8. Anyone, <laughs> I'm sorry, he didn't. He ran like a 4-4-5 or something, which isn't bad, but he did not run a 4-3-8. Uh, you can't fake 40 reps on the bench unless they had plastic weights on there. I don't think they did. <laughs> so dude's a monster. I'm yeah. hyped to see what he can do. Yeah, I'm 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 excited for him. He, he's yeah, if he's if he's anything like Aaron Donald, it'll be it'll be fun. Oh imagine yo, imagine him imagine he gets picked up by the Rams and just like joins <laughs> joins Aaron Donald on the D line. That'd be horrifying. It would be. I would be. I would be shitting myself if I was a quarterback or running back. So, who do you have for the ACC? So, uh, we've already got Twyman out of the way, um, and I am going to go with my first tight end, and I'm going to go with uh, Tommy Tremble out of Notre Dame. And you said, hold on, before you say anything, he was Notre Dame does of, count. Yep, he does count. They played in the ACC last yep. year. Yep. So. Uh, I did not break the rules. Um, he's good. He's he's a good pass blocker. Uh, he, he's definitely uh, an undersized tight end, probably more of a halfback than anything. But he can catch. He can block. He can you know definitely good for those short yardage situations. You know if you just need to dump it into the end zone or run it into the end zone, either one, he'll he'll be the guy that that uh, opens opens the uh, hole for the running backer. Or something like that, and I think I think he can be used in those special specialty situations, maybe even on um, uh, you know special teams and things like that. I think he's a good solid solid pick. Definitely lower in the draft order, but you know a solid a solid pick nonetheless can definitely help you in certain situations. True, Jared is going to listen to this and be pissed that we did not mention Brevin Jordan out of Miami. <laughs> He's gonna be like, "What the fuck, Kevin? Because <laughs> you you brought this motherfucker on a on a on a show for Barcel for for belly up and you're fucking all this up." Yeah, he, he's gonna be bad. It's fine. Uh, Big Twelve. Who, who you got, pal? Hmm. Creed Humphrey. Do you know who he is? Offensive guard. Where'd he go to school? He didn't go to Oklahoma, did he? Yep. And he's a center. Oh, he's a center. Yeah. Oh, you were one off. I was. I was like, 
I was like, oh shit, he's already got that. I, I would have thought he would have been an unknown guy. You know, but I should have said interior offensive line. I shouldn't have position. Yeah, cover cover your bases. Yeah, no, um yeah, Creed Humphrey is is one of those guys like longevity can can uh be an upfront blocker, is the guy, you know, who who will lead the the off offensive line, get everyone into shape. He's he's one of those low key leaders, but I think he he'll he'll do well. I know I know it's it's un uh almost unnatural to pick a to pick a center for your <laughs> for this, but you know, fuck it. It's fun. Hey look, I love Landon Dickerson, so There you go. Do you, do you have a defensive player? Uh Big Twelve not really known for their defense. Uh, yes, I do have I do have one and um I, I think it, I think it's it's a fair I think it's fair. It's it's. I was stretching, but I think it's fair. Um, I, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing his name right. Joseph Osaye Osay out of Texas, defensive end. I, uh, I, to be perfectly frank, I can't pronounce. I don't want to mispronounce his name, but at the same Asai? time, Osaye. Is that is that how you pronounce that it? That would be my guess. Yeah. Okay. I don't know how to pronounce it. I I, I do apologize to him, but. But you know, I think he's he's a good edge rusher. You know, he might make it, might not. I'd be interested to see um, where he ends up. Um, but I think he's good enough. I think he's good enough to make make it into the NFL. I think he's going to be at least decent enough to make one, two Pro Bowls in his career. But you know, I think if he has the right uh, system, that he can that he can flourish. Okay. Any any, um, any thoughts on that, or are you you like ah, fuck the big tw- fuck the Big Twelve defense? Well, I mean, I have a player, but like, yeah, Big Twelve defense doesn't really impress me much. Right, it's one of those things. Someone's going to be like, well, this guy on <laughs> my team went to the Big Twelve and he's great. Congrats. <laughs> yeah, well done. You, you found it? one guy out of this whole conference who could actually play defense. <laughs> Jeez. Ah, uh, clap, 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 clap. As I am shitting on this man's conference. I'm going Trevin Morig, Morig out of TCU safety. I love safeties. <laughs> uh, Bucky Brooks at NFL.com has him as the number one safety in the draft. He's just at, pretty athletic: four five forty, thirty three inch vertical, four one nine short shuttle. He's a good player. He's not necessarily going to be an every down safety right away, but if you can cycle him in a bit. He he can help a defense a lot. He had he only had two picks this past year, but he had four in twenty nineteen. Uh, he can tackle well, forty seven tackles, sixty two in twenty nineteen, two for a loss this year. He's a good player. He's not going to be. I'm excited to see what he can do and what he can become more than what he will be day one. Mm-hmm. And then offense, Chuba Hubbard. Oh yeah, Forgot Oklahoma about him. State running back. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, I don't buy into this. Oh, if they had a lot of carries in college, you shouldn't draft them. I like Chubb is going to be drafted, but that's for other reasons. But guys like Derrick Henry and Jonathan Taylor are proving that wrong every day. If they yeah. didn't really have injuries in college, it doesn't matter how many times they carried it. Yeah. In like 2019, 328 carries, 2,094 yards, and 21 touchdowns. Hell of a player. Last year. Oklahoma State started out hot. 
seven games in, Chubba Hubbard opted out the rest of the year after running 133 attempts for 625 yards, which is a little lower. It's 4.7 yards average instead of the 6.4 the year before. Five touchdowns. So he was kind of going to ha- he was going to have a worse year, but he's still a good player. Uh, he will be a very good system back. If a team like Green Bay picks him up late, maybe package him with A.J. Dillon, kind of do a two-running back set, that can carry you very far. Definitely. And that's it. We said we're doing the power conferences. There's the power four. (laughs) Pac-12 is an over-glorified FCS conference, so we're not going to talk about them. And to all you Pac-12 fans, this is what we're like. To all your Pac-12 fans, we're not sorry. When you come to us and say, well, what about Penny Sewell? He's a top prospect. So is um, Trey Lance out of North Dakota State. He's an FCS quarterback. Sorry, you guys suck. Yeah. Get better. Com- compete with the big boys and then we'll, we'll talk. Watch, USC is going to be back in like 10 years. Stanford's going to actually play decently. And people are going to be able to like, oh, remember when you said the Pac-12 sucked? Yeah, I do remember it because they did at the time. Yeah, yeah, we're we're judge, we're judging current current status, not you know fourteen years in the future. We're not fortune tellers. We're not trying to predict what's going to happen. We're not historians. We're not looking at historic like the past. Right now, they're an overglorified FCS team. They are all of them. Uh, also, I have a hot take though about the ACC. Oh yeah, if you take out Clemson. Now yeah, kind of Miami. Yeah. Not even really Miami, but kind of Miami. In like one other team every year. Some years it's Pitt, some years it's Syracuse. That conference is worse than the Pac twelve. Yeah. Yeah, that's very fair. But 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 to that to that point, right? Clemson is gonna I, I presume Clemson is gonna remain good for like at least the next, you know, two, three years. We'll we'll see. We'll see. Hold on. Uh, yeah, I see I see you, you know, wincing at that. I'm, I'm going to assume this is now we're predicting the future. I'm going to assume they're still fairly good. If that is the case, my next question to you is, is the U back? Are they back? Um, not this year. Because September 4th, the U's getting blown out, baby. <laughs> um, Talk on to shit. I was talking about going to that game, but now I might be going to the Jack to the Florida Georgia game in October, so I don't know if I want to go to the South twice. Yeah, that's especially that's, yeah. one of those would be out of my pocket, so I don't want to go to that. Yeah, go to the, go to the one that you can <laughs> go to the free one where yeah, I'm exactly. going to make content. That's the goal. Yeah, there you go. Um, the U's kind of back. I don't think they're going to be all the way back next year. I don't think two years, three years from now, they might be because they're starting to recruit better. They have allegedly a good quarterback in the wings waiting for uh, Dariq King to go. Surprised he didn't go to the draft this year, honestly, even with the torn ACL, but the U is not back yet. Also, back to Clemson, though. Mm. Clemson's not winning a college football playoff for the next three years. Okay. I think that's the only top team in the country you can say that about. I don't think Ohio State will win, but they might. Alabama's probably going to win one. I'm going to be honest. It's just probably going to happen. 
their quarterback, DJ, whatever the hell his last name is, I'm not even trying to pronounce that, is not <laughs> good. He does not make good decisions. He does not have a good arm. He's kind of athletic. You can so get away he- with two out of three of those. If you're athletic, you can get away with anything else in college. If you have a good arm, you can get away with it. If you're smart, you can kind of get away with it. You can't get away going over three. <laughs> Unless you have Derrick Henry behind you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who can, you know, pick up all, all of your mistakes. While we're talking about hot takes, I have no McKiernan. I want to know your hottest college football take. Oh, jeez. You're, you're really putting me on the spot here now. Um, Hmm. Hottest college football take. I'm I'm trying to like I'm trying to like think of something that is more outlandish than just like oh Penn State's gonna win a national championship. I, I it it can be an, at any point. It can be five years ago because my hottest college football take is five years ago. So people I talk to, it's not a hot take, but to anyone else I say it to, they look at me like I'm a crack. Well, what's your hot take? Do I even know it? Joe Burrow yeah. was Jake Coker in a pass-first offense. <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah, no, that's that's fair. I mean, it's funny, but it's fair. I, like, I don't know. <laughs> Jake Coker in a pass-first offense, that's funny. I don't I'm know how I feel really about that one. I, I think it's just funny. Today. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, you have it out for them, so. That's true. I hate. See, I, I no, love. No, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You don't hate Clemson. You hate Dabo Sweeney, and that's the only reason that you just associate Clemson and Dabo Sweeney. That it's just they're, they're, the the two I mean, are inseparable. You do. You do. Don't I lie. hate Dabo. I am there a big go. hashtag never Dabo person. There you go. Yeah. Don't, but don't also. I don't like Trevor Lawrence, really. I think he's a hell of a player. I don't like him. Uh, I He was playing pickup basketball. Some kid set a pick on him, so he decked him. Don't like <laughs> that. Um, I don't like Clemson fans. They're, they're new money. Oh, they're, they're braggadocious. They think they're... They act like they're a historic powerhouse because they won a national championship in 1980 and then a <laughs> bunch in the last six years. They're new money, but they act like old money. So, so arrogant without the necessary silverware to back it up is what you're saying. Yeah, they're not a blue blood program in my mind. They have recent success, yeah. But it, I think to be a blue blood program, you need to have decades of success, not yeah. six years. So, so, so then what do you... Would you consider, like, the Ohio States and the Penn States and the Michigans of the Big Ten to be blue blood programs or blue collar programs, whatever you said? Do, do you consider them, or because they don't have the silverware in the past, that they're not? Ohio State's a blue blood. Mm-hmm. They've had decades of success. They've been a successful team in the past. They've been a successful team this century. Uh, Michigan's starting to lose that. Yeah. Because they were a very successful team in the past, they're not anymore, and they can't win the Big Ten. You know, right. the thing they hired Harbaugh to do. And and yet they keep giving him contracts, which is a whole different, you know. I, I get that, because what other coach would they hire? They know what they're getting with Harbaugh. I, what? A, you, know, a, you know, a six-win season? Come on. Yeah, I don't know. 
And Penn State's a very, very interesting look at it. They're volatile. They're always going to be looked at as a great historic program. Right. Without... Because of how successful they were in the past. Right. Which is does not necessarily reflect the current state of affairs. I think they're going to have a bounce back year next year. They have been good with James Franklin in the past. I feel like they're that team that's always a year away. Yeah, I, I definitely, I definitely see that as well. I think, I think they had great opportunities that they kind of played themselves out of. That you know were were brutal. Let me tell you, brutal to watch. <laughs> um, and you know. The games against Ohio State, like all of them that we've lost and the one that we've won in the past like five years or whatever it is, something ridiculous like that. But, you know, it's just, it's agony every year without it. And, and who knows? Also, they essentially got the death penalty. No, they did. They did. And and, and I'm, I'm not, but, and I'm not trying to use that as an excuse to say I'll that. I'll use that as not, an excuse for you. Okay, fine. After That's... getting essentially the death penalty, it, it wasn't as bad as the death penalty. Like, SMU... Got the death penalty. Got it worse, and they yes. never recovered. Right. I, I whole, whole, totally agree. If Penn State didn't have that, if they could still play in bowl games, because how many years were they banned from the bowls? It was supposed to be longer. It didn't seven. Have, is, was it seven years? It, or was, was, that it, was, it was like ten, and then it was reduced to six or seven or something. Something like that. It was... okay. And then the limited scholarships, if that doesn't happen, we might be hearing a different story. We Penn State could be the powerhouse conference in the Big Ten. Probably not Erdmeyer. Uh, I hate him, but he's a very good coach. Uh, but they could be right there. And so it's tough to gauge what Penn State is at this point, but they're always going to be remembered because of the Joe Paterno years. Right, and I, I get that. And he coached forever. Right, and... and- now to, to to move actually onto your conference, the SEC. Do you think there's anybody within the next three to five years that is going to be able to challenge Alabama at the level that LSU did two years ago? Challenge us isn't beat us, or just put us through the ringer and give us a tough game. Um. Gonna say or either a, or a historically good season. A good season. Let's just go with good season, and it, like it, it's it's not quite. You know, we'll give Alabama the benefit of the doubt, but like, who's gonna challenge? Who do you think from your conference is going to challenge you the most in the next three to five years? Vandy's He's thinking. Out. He's thinking. Bandy's out, Tennessee's out, Kentucky's out, Mizzou's out, A&M's probably out. Uh, I, Ole Miss is going to be good in a couple years, but former coach assistants don't beat Nick Saban, so they're out. Um, the air raid caught us by surprise this year. I don't think that's going to be an issue going forward, so Mike Leach and the pirate chip that is Mississippi State's out. I don't see anything special happening out of Florida. Although they gave us a good run in the SEC championship game this year, and then everyone left for the draft, so they're going to be sucky for a while. Georgia always beats like beats up on us in the first half and then implodes. 
Yeah, <laughs> I have Man, noticed I feel that. Bad for Georgia sports fans. UGA, the yeah. Falcons, the Braves, or as some call them, the Barbs. <laughs> when they're bad, uh, it's just bad. They all they have is Atlanta FC. But no, long story short, no. Next three to five years, the SEC is Alabama's bitch. Same story as usual. Oh, God, this is going to be such annoying next five years. Yeah, y'all have already been going through it for over a decade. It's fine. Ugh, yeah, all right. Now, let's move on to the ACC real quick. Who do you think is going to either challenge Clemson next year or beat them outright? I hate saying this. Oh, this, oh, this is going to be music to my ears. I am already excited. I hate saying this. Jared, stop listening right now. The U. <laughs> it's it's the U. They're the most Let's prepared go. to Let's beat go. Clemson. Well, they're the most prepared to challenge Clemson throughout the year. They played them tight. There were some bad calls in their game. I don't blame the loss on that, but they were going to play them tighter. If It would have been a closer game without those because it kind of flipped momentum. But I think the U is the best. They have an experienced quarterback in Dorit King. Manny Diaz is shown to be a competent coach at worst, which yeah. is fine. But there's always a cup every couple of years. There's that one team that for some reason just beats Clemson. I mean, it was Syracuse a while ago. It was Penn State last time. I think it was 2016. Clemson hadn't lost at home in a while, and Pitt beat them. Yeah, I think you almost said Penn State there. By the way, <laughs> I know I did that earlier too. Yeah, I don't know what's wrong with me today. You're, you're, we're, we're going after you know a bunch of different teams and a bunch of different conferences. They're bound to get mixed up. <laughs> True. Thank you for giving me that. But yeah, so Pitt. Uh, 2016 Syracuse. I mean, Clemson has those one team, that one team that always just they struggle with during the year, and yeah. then after that they always bounce back and then make a run. But yeah, yeah, I, that makes sense. Do you want to ask me who I think is going to challenge Ohio State in the Big Ten? No. <laughs> Why? I don't want the answer. Who do you think it's going? Who do you think it's going to be? Well. D- Am, am I hopeful for this answer, or am I going to be depressed by this answer? You're not going to like this answer. Okay, then it's Indiana. Yeah, it's Indiana. Yeah, I knew it. I it's knew Indiana, it. 100%. <laughs> uh, I have them making the college football playoff next year. The only way that happens is if they beat Ohio State. Yeah, well, yeah, obviously. So I, I'm also not sold on Ryan Day as a recruiter. A lot of the guys last year were... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, Trey Sermon was a transfer, but all those guys, those key guys were Urban Meyer recruits. Yep. So I'm still waiting to see if he can recruit well. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be, what, another one, two years before, actually probably only one year before we start to see his guys come in. Yeah, so who knows? Maybe they'll just suck. That'll be <laughs> fun. That will be fun. Cannot wait. I hate Ohio State. Mm. Who's who's the most hated college football team alabama yeah okay fair <laughs> we always win yeah our fans know we always win so we're annoying about it yep uh a guy literally poisoned a couple trees for it wait what 
Have you not heard this story? No. You don't know about the man, the myth, the legend, rest in peace, Harvey Updike? No. Why would I concern myself with SEC matters? 2011. We're going to take you back to the year 2011. Our freshman year. Oh, was it 2011? No. High school? Yeah, it was 2010, actually, I think. Okay. It was the Yeah, it was 2010, because Alabama won in 2011. So it was 2010, Cam Newton, Auburn Tigers, Roland Tuscaloosa win. That sucks. Um, they put a Cam Newton jersey on Bear Bryant. <laughs> RV Updike did not go to the University of Alabama, by the way. Saw that, is like, I got, he saw that, got pissed. Uh, next thing you know, the next day, the trees in Auburn at Tumor's Corner are dying. Those are rare trees. So they're dying, and I was like, what is going on? Like, wh- what is happening? Harvey Updike calls in the Pulp Fine Bomb show. It's like, yeah, so I saw them put the Scam Newton jersey on the Bear Bryant statue, and I poisoned the trees, Paul. <laughs> and named the poison. And they're like, shit, we have to test for this now. Tested for that poison. Found out that was it. And then he gets arrested. He's like, I didn't do it. <laughs> like, what? what? Harvey, what are you talking about? I I never heard this. I cannot believe I never heard this. He had to pay them like fifty thousand dollars, I think. Wow. Uh, hang on, I have to find. Um. So, do you want to know his kids' names? Yes, he had. Yes. Children. Yes, I want to know. Bear Bryant Updike. Oh God. Uh, this next one is with a Y instead of. Hold on, I have a question. Is one of them Bryant Denny Updike? <laughs> no, it is not, actually. Oh, damn. I'm surprised, but no. Uh, <laughs> it's with an I, in, it's with a Y instead of an I, okay? Okay. On the second word. Go it's on. Crimson Tide Updike. Tide oh, Y. God, Jesus. <laughs> That's a great name. I... You know, it, it, my whole life, I didn't know what I was going to name my kids. You've just I found think it. We found the names. <laughs> where Where did this podcast go? I thought we were talking about draft picks, and now we're talking about the guy who poisoned trees in 2011. I got to send you that claim. It's hysterical. Oh, my God. I, I Rest to... in peace to the goat, Harvey Updike. Wow. That's that's legendary. I got I to gotta do some research and find any like funny stories in the Big Ten or something like that. So he didn't pay, by the way. He was supposed to. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Did I say $50,000? Yeah. Uh, no, it was $800,000. Oh, my God. A restitution penalty. Fantastic. Uh, he paid $5,000 as wow. of 2019, and they died in 2020. Oh, COVID? Um, I forget. Unrelated. Uh, <laughs> from 2018 to 2019, he paid $200. <laughs> three year split sentence with a five year probation his explanation I just don't like Auburn you know there are some <laughs> things in this world I really truly don't like and Auburn is one of them <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny that's phenomenal uh, well this has gone off the rails we're talking about Harvey Updike um, we can edit this out no, we're not. Oh, fantastic. This is staying in here. We need to spread the gospel of Harvey Updike. This is... 
so what this what this podcast will transition to is a bunch of weird, unrelated college football stories of teams or people of uh, supporting one team getting pissed off at another team and destroying their property. True. We should that's just it. find this stuff, and that's how we end every episode from now on. Just talk oh, about some yes. weird college football fan who went way too far. Yes. Oh, my God. That would be fantastic. In a new segment called This Bitch Crazy. Oh, that's the name now. <laughs> Hang on. Let me just uh, let me write that down real quick. He's penciling in all these ideas. Crazy. CFB. I probably could have done this after we stopped recording, but it's fine. <laughs> it's too far. All right. So that's our show. <laughs> Thank you for stopping by the tailgate and Thank you for sticking with it. <laughs> joining us on this roller coaster ride. <laughs> I when we were, I said we we're gonna talk about draft stuff. I did not think we were gonna start talking about Harvey Updike. Nobody, nobody thought we were gonna get this far. Uh, well, enjoy your day. Uh, I might edit this tonight. I don't have to get up tomorrow, but who knows? This this will be released when it's released. Have a good day. Slash night. Slash morning. Slash whatever. You can find me at the shooting range practicing busting gaps. Want a vocal booth in this Moodyo? Busting raps. With some gold on my body, off my body, off Carlos Rossi, I'm sloppy. I treat my luxury scraper like a Bugatti. Lottie Daddy, she like to party off Molly Bacardi. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.